D&D 5e Character Lab Podcast with your hosts, Karen and Dan. Hello and welcome to the D&D Character Lab Episode 4, a show based around the one thing we as players cannot resist. And that is compulsively creating characters and daydreaming about their validity in-game. Every week, we bring a new character to the table, and uh, drawing from a plethora of published content, we score it against a predefined table of criteria. It's then up to us to use our own personal charisma modifiers to convince one another that the baby we created is better. The baby we created together? Oh, no, 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 our each individual baby is better. And I'm just gonna say, why won't you accept my baby as our baby? We're continuing, I'm gonna ignore that. We're gonna continue on our progression in episode four, creating a level four character. And as uh, you may or may not be aware, at this point in the game, you're able for most classes or all classes to enhance an ability score by two or two ability scores by one, or you can accept a feat. Um, one thing, you can accept defeat? Are you doing that right now? No, 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 we can accept a feat. You can choose a feat. That's correct. Or you can choose a feat. So we've created these level four characters, and we're also gonna be still implementing the persuasion check rule once during this episode. We can call upon the other person to defend their stance with a persuasion check using the charisma modifier of the character they created. They will roll to see if they get the score they want. A 20 is gonna be really great, a one's gonna be really bad, everything else is in the middle. We'll get to that when it comes up. I'm Garen. And I'm Dan. And who have you made this week, Dan? Uh, well, we drew once again on the Player's Handbook, uh, Sword, uh, Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide, and Volo's Guide to Monsters. And let me introduce you to Grifter, nah. who is a pirate. He is a... A grifter named... A pirate named Grifter. A grifter a, named pirate. A pirate named Grifter. He is the Kenku race. He is a level four rogue. Um, he is of neutral alignment and a pirate background. He's a pirate who just came ashore after slaying his ship's evil captain and orchestrating a mutiny. Uh, he assumed duty as new captain and docked his ship off the coast of Waterdeep in hopes of purchasing goods uh, with his newfound loot. He became magical after a strong storm at sea where he was able to harness some of the storm's power in his attack and also uh, use some of the ocean's protective abilities to protect his mates. Why was his old captain evil? Uh, just one evil dude pirate. Just a bad guy? Bad guy. Just a bad that's, guy why, that's why he's neutral, because you can't say he's evil by turning on his own man, because these are pirates. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I also made a neutral character. Let's hear him. Yeah, because you know, you know who you want to play this week? You want to play a goblin who was living in a village with the rest of her goblin people. When they were attacked by a band of vicious gnolls, giant slathering hyena jaws slashing through her people. One of the older members of the tribe shoved a dagger into her hand and told her to defend herself. She rushes through, trying to weave in and out of the legs of these gnolls, watching her friends and families murdered on all sides. She reaches the edge of More the forest. More than one family, huh? Yeah, she was raised by, it takes a village. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, yeah. She reaches the edge of the forest, and there, standing amongst the trees, is a large, proud, stag an elk and behind him are the rest of his elk group i don't know what a group of elk are called i'm gonna say a majesty of elks (laughs) and she saw this majesty of elks and the elk nodded at her and she moved amongst them and they provided shelter and got her away from the battle and she lived with the elks in the forest for a while as she grew up raised 
by elks. Friendly elks. Friendly elks. They saw the danger she was in. She's covered in the blood of all of her dads and moms. Okay. She is a many times over barbarian goblin, taking the totem of the elk. She is also a far traveler because she has traveled the world since, never finding a place to call home, even being uncomfortable if she has to sleep indoors at any point. And she is also neutral alignment because she was raised by elks and they don't know no laws. I'm calling another victory right off the bat here. Wow. Yeah. Nope. So no. I, feel, I feel much better this week. So Do you? Yeah. So we're going to jump into the first category, which is head bashing. What do you bring to the table as a barbarian? Oh my gosh. Why don't you just give me a plus two? Are you going to make me argue a barbarian in head bashing? Not only that, I might make you roll for it. Are you? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Let's hear it. All right. Well, to, to recreate the antlers that the elks have, Oapokoa. Oapokoa. I didn't say her name before, but there it is. Do you feel a chill? <laughs> Can you say it a few more times? Oapokoa. Oh. Oapokoa. Much more native now. She carries a trident because to her, that resembles the antlers of the elks. D6 plus two damage, plus four to hit. She also has javelins with D6 plus two damage. And she has a few other abilities that are going to provide her with extra damage in the long run. She can do a reckless attack, which provides advantage on the attack. She has Fury of the Small, which deals damage equal to her level, which is going to be plus four. Once per long rest, she can deal that to a creature that's larger to her, because of course she counts as a small creature, because she's a goblin. And she has the Charger Feet. I'm pulling out the feet right off the bat, because she's a barbarian, so of course the feet applies to her melee combat. If she moves more than 10 feet using the dash action, she can take a bonus action to attack. If she moves more than 10 feet, she gets plus five damage to the attack, or she can push the target 10 feet away. So she charges in like an elk with her trident, jabs it into their chest. So that is a D6, plus two, plus four if they're larger than her, plus five if it's a charger on that first attack of the round. Yeah, so plus two on melee. Yeah, so, so I painted a beautiful picture there. Yeah, so at level four, that's that's pretty considerable damage. Being rage dealt. damage. I didn't even mention rage damage, which is plus two. Okay, a lot so of what, damage. So what are you arguing? Plus two. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you here because that'd be a losing battle. I am arguing. Is this the same as last time? Are you not going to argue with me on anything? Oh no, that no, no, but no, no. My boy, my boy is feeling it today. So uh, this is I'm arguing a plus one. I deal 1d4 plus 3 piercing uh, damage with my daggers. Yeah, of course you have the daggers. Yeah, so... Little rogue there. Uh, I have plus 5 to 1 attack, plus 3 on my offhand. I have sneak attack, which also offers 2d6 extra damage on an attack where I have advantage, uh-huh. which is pretty awesome. I have a dex of 17 for finesse weapons like the rapier, which deals out 1d8 plus 3 piercing. I have... Climbing that at no extra work, a plus five in acrobatics. You're going to keep working these climbs over on me that Listen, apply to the melee they combat. Absolutely do. Uh, plus five to an acrobatics check, which makes an aerial sneak attack, like Batman, I put that in parentheses, a breeze. So I can. So this you've is already dropped Kenku. Batman. You've this already dropped a, Batman. This is a Kenku, so he has wings. He cannot fly, but if he does come down from a higher area. The he, penguins of Faerun. Yes. There yeah. you go. Yes. Yeah. And then cunning action allows for dash or disengage or hide as a bonus action. Do not turn off the episode now because this will not be happening for all of episode four. You get your plus one. Let's move on. Okay, ranged attack. I'm arguing a plus one. Uh-huh. I have a dexterity of 17, which um, gives me a plus three on... The rogue's got the dex, sure. Yeah, but I have a plus five uh, to hit on any short bow attack, so... That's what I'm bringing to the table with range. So I'm just a short bow. That's your only damage you're dealing. 
Correct. I have uh, I have the short bow, 1d6 plus 3 piercing, and a plus 5 to attack. You're very confident with the short bow. I'll give you that. Yes. So it's almost a surefire hit. I'm, I'm already in a plus oh, whoa, 5. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, now you're pushing yourself over. Almost a surefire hit on a plus 5. Sure. Yeah. All right. AC is 16. Roll it. This isn't for the answer. Let's just see what happens. How you like that? All right. You rolled it. He got it. I got a 19. All right. So with that, you can have your plus 1. And I still... I'm going to apply a persuasion check. That was just for flavor. Okay, great. What are you bringing? I think I'm going to take a zero on this one. Because Oapokoa does have javelins, which javelins can be thrown. Sure. That is a d6 plus two damage. She can still use the uh, furry... I want to say furry of the small. The fury of the small. She can use that as well. And if she's raging, she can get that damage as well. So the javelin is not a extremely potent, but she's got a plus four to hit. So I think a zero is very reasonable. Well, javelin, huh? Javelin. She's got four javelins. She picks them up out of the dead bodies after she's done. She doesn't run what's out of the, What's the range? What do you got on that? I believe it's 30. 30 feet, huh? Yeah. Target's 120 feet away. What yeah, do you got? well, that's why I'm taking the zero. All right. It's a it's an immediate combat Fine. thing. Then you know what? Zero, zero is, is fair. Uh, we're going to move into burninating. My turn. I'm going to make this very clear for you. So listen up, fun boy. All right? With your kinku pirate... Oapokawa don't give two antlers. I can I can already tell I can already tell that is going viral. Oapokawa. Oapokawa. Yeah. Can you spell that? So hey, um spell it for the hashtag in case anybody wants to do that. O-A-P-O-K-O-A. It's even fun to spell. <laughs> O-A-P-O-K-O-A. Oapokawa. Okay. Very good. Barbarians yeah. don't have no magic. It's all about that brute strength. So you're arguing a Take my minus two. I'll take my minus two and oh, I'll still oh, walk away with no, it. No, all right, cool. I'm going to argue a zero. Um, I have Guiding Bolt. So I took the feat of Magic Initiate, um, which actually gives me three, uh, two cantrips and a spell. I went ahead and I took the spell of Guiding Bolt, which deals out 4d6 radiant damage. And on a successful... You're playing it as a ranged spell attack, right? Correct. Yeah, range spell attack. Yeah, so... See, why aren't people taking feats all the time? I, I, any character could all of a sudden have magic then. But 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 it any attack roll made against the target before the end of my next turn uh, gives that player advantage. So this is this is a great spell. I, I know it's only one. So that's the only thing you have. I, I have two cantrips, but they that's are focused. The old, so you're only doing one thing. They're focused on... I would one. argue that's a minus one then, because you only got one thing to offer. I, uh, I'm going to make you roll for that if you want to lower that. I, I, I think, you know, the Guiding Bolt, 46 radiant damage on a, on a level four character with the potential of dealing out 24 damage. DC 12 to get a zero. You want to get a zero, you have to get a DC 12. You have a plus one modifier in your character. I'm feeling good about this. I think you're going to roll terribly right now. Critical! I get a plus three! Oh, I just javelined myself in the foot. Yep, I'll take a plus three on that, thanks. Wow, that's that's really changed the face of this game. It, I am taking no prisoners for the rest of this argument. <laughs> Let's go. I am not giving you a single thing. All right, so you can go first on control. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna argue a negative one. I you know control gives. Uh, I I have guiding bolt, which no guiding bolt again. You already used it. Your does guiding give bolt. It, you got your plus three on guiding bolt. You're taking negative two now. No, it, it does give advantage to attacks um, on, on attack rolls for other players until my next turn when it's used. It is a game changer when it's used uh, on the battlefield for my compadres. Could change the face of the game. So I'm arguing negative one. Negative two. Why? 
I, a negative two means I have nothing to bring to the table. I, I argue that it's almost nothing to bring to the table because if you miss with that guiding bolt, you don't get it. You don't get the advantage. So it's you know a what? chance. You know what? I'm gonna. I got that plus three. So I'm gonna go ahead and let you have this. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, let you have it. Uh -huh. What are, What are you bringing in with control? With control, actually, more than you think, because as a goblin, I've got nimble escape, which I can take disengage or hide as a bonus action. So I'm popping out, not getting the threat that you think I have. I also yep, have danger I can, sense I, I as a barbarian. Do, I can do that too. So let's go. Keep going. Uh, I got danger sense, which is my barbarian trait, where I have advantage on saves, uh, deck saves that I can see from a magic spell or a trap. Not just the regular spell, but the magic spells, the ones that come from magic. <laughs> and so, what are you arguing? I've also got get? the explorer's trap, the explorer's pack oh, with the rope, nice, and the torches. Solid game changer. Give me uh, a zero. Give me a zero. No. Give me a zero. No. Because I also have cunning action, which allows me to dash, disengage, or hide. So one to one, that equals nothing. No you didn't advantage. even bring it up. You didn't bring it up. It's well, it's an invalid argument. Nope. I got beast sense. I can sense beasts. Whoa. I mean, and when you're in battle, world. fighting a beast, sensing the beast is invaluable. I know that the beast is there to battle me. <laughs> you're damn right. That's a uh, zero. That's a zero if I ever heard one. Um, so I took negative two on guiding bolt giving advantage. You, my friend, get a negative two. Negative two? No, I'm rolling. Okay. I'm rolling. Taking uh, that zero. So you you need a DC 12. DC 12 with a plus one. This is mine. This is my nat 20 right here. So uh, just to clarify, your charisma on this uh, barbarian is a 13, so you do get a plus one modifier. Does She's very friendly because elks are the friendliest animal in the forest. The majesty of elves, hunters love to see that. And I hope that the friendliness helps you. Here it is. Roll. It's a 17. 18 I get my after. zero. Perfect. Okay, you get the zero. I've never been so happy about getting a zero on anything. <laughs> Moving along, so how's your tankiness as a barbarian? Oh, come on. Do you have to ask? I do. 56 health points. Whoa. AC of... 15. Oh, Do you want me to go on? Yeah. Because when I'm raging, I have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Do I need to give you more? Yes. I don't have it. <laughs> so what are you, what score are you arguing for this? Uh, I think I think barbarians are nothing if not tanky. That's what they're known for is being tanky. This is a plus two. No. This is a plus two. There are some there are some impressive traits there. I will 56 not. Fifty-six health. How much health do you have at? Tell me right now. Thirty-six. That's twenty more. Correct. And you know what? I can take twenty more slaps to the face than you can. While you do have some impressive traits, your armor class of fifteen does leave you pretty vulnerable to attack. So you could have a hundred vulnerable. You could, well you could have a hundred hit points, but if your AC is ten like my episode one character, you don't keep going back to him. Well he can't save you now. Sardare will forever Resistance. live on Resistance. Even heart. if I take the hit, it's half damage coming off of fifty six health. I can last forever in combat. You know, just because I rolled that crit doesn't mean that I'm going to let you have a plus two on this. You have some impressive features, yes, but your AC of fifteen gets you a plus one, I think. Oh what about the nimble escape? What about it? It has nothing to do with being tanky. Absolutely. I'll take a plus one. Okay. What are you doing? I have a negative two, I have an AC of 14, and I bring nothing to the table. Moving on. Keep going. All right, so how do I help my allies as Grifter? Um, yeah, what is this What is this Kenku pirate who killed his former captain doing? What's well, he, how is so he helping? My how is he other, leading as a captain? My, what my, are his leadership qualities as a Kenku? Well, my two, can, my two cantrips are resistance, which allows me to touch one willing creature, um, and the target can roll a 1d4 and add the number to a saving throw of his choice, and it can roll it before or after the saving throw. And then the other is spare the dying, which means that I touch a living creature that has zero health points, and then it immediately becomes stable. Um, so that helps my allies pretty well. I also have Ship's Passage as a pirate. Which you took Spare the Dying. That is 
That is a very benevolent spell for a pirate to take. It is, because if you recall in my backstory, I had to help a lot of my comrades yeah, through I the storm. Yeah, I through most of that, oh, after man. the whole Captain Mutiny thing. The listeners aren't gonna when we think about the X-Factor, which I always win, for the record. We... Uh, he also has ship's passage, which allows me to get onto a uh, nautical vessel at will and captain it. I am no, 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 and captain it. Oh, absolutely! Anybody's gonna let you yes. on the boat. Yes. So you go on a cruise, and they're like, "Would you like to come up and drive Read the cruise?" Read the background. That is exactly what it allows you to do. It allows you to get on, and I'm proficient it with navigator's tools, so I'm able to not only get on this boat, but I can captain this thing like a mamma jamma and navigate us to wherever we need to go. I can't even pretend I'm not jealous. I want to role play that. It's awesome. That's so, fantastic. So I'm arguing a plus two. There's a uh, lot there. No, plus one. Plus one, because you can spare the dying. I don't see any healing in there. The resistance is a very uh, minute thing. This is a plus one. I mean, I, I'll, I'll give it to you. The The ship's passage is so cool, but that's not helping. That's X-Factor, and I'm a little jealous, but it's uh, not It's not ally assistance. I will agree with you. I don't have any healing, and, and the plus one is, is fair. What do you have? Barbarians. You know, I, did I mention I was raised by Elks? She was raised by Elks. So you're bringing this... A majesty of Elks. Just and You're elks, in it for yourself. Elks, Elks charge together, but if the little elk gets picked off to the side, uh, they're going to run in and try and attack and try and gore that creature, attacking the so, little baby sick elk. wait a minute. Elk. Are you arguing on behalf of the elks? I am an elk. You're not an elk. Alpokoa is an elk. All right. So Within her soul, she's an elk. She'll charge in with that trident. She'll stab. But if your sick little Kenku body is still going to get ravaged, she can't bring you back to life. All she can do is get vengeance on the one that hurts you. So you're arguing a... I had nothing. <laughs> sick backstory. I'm going to give you a negative one. Really? Sick, yeah, sick backstory. Wow. You you did argue the elk. Uh, you channeled that. It's good. You can argue that. If you play theater of the mind, that could definitely be argued there as a negative one. We're going to move into balance. What do you have? I think I'm very, very balanced right now. This is a not a terribly strong barbarian which is my only weak point. I think I get a plus one on this. I'll just say that right now. It's a strength of 14, a dex of 16, a con of 14, eight intelligence, nine wisdom. Because she was raised by elk, she don't got no book learning. She doesn't know much about nothing. And a charisma of 13, because she's got that majesty trait, what I just made up. So um, are you, you're arguing a plus one here? I think this is a plus one just because a barbarian should be strong and Awapokoa is not terribly strong because she's a little fast. I haven't even gotten to... The real elkness of her, oh. which is more built around speed as opposed to damage. Sure, sure. Barbarians are just known for their speed. But anyway, um, the I, I'll give you the plus one, but I will just mention strength and con of 14 in a barbarian. Interesting choice, my friend. I don't think it's extremely balanced, but I will give you a plus one. Wow, all right. Um, so how do how do I feel my balance is? I feel my balance is great. I've got a strength of 12, dex of 17, constitution of 12, intelligence of 10, wisdom of 12, charisma of 13. Um, Nothing below a 10. Correct. That is incredible. So every time I'm with an, you. But, but I'm going to say this. Proficient in, I'm an ec, uh, expert, I have expertise in stealth, sleight of hand, uh, deception, and acrobatics. I have, I'm proficient also in athletics investigation perception um so i mean i'm bringing i'm bringing a lot to the table here. i don't know let's see your balance here though you you are very dexterous which is what a rogue needs to be your con is a little low your charisma at a 13 i mean why does a kenku need a 13 charisma because he's a pirate and i don't know if you know this but pirates 
you've seen Captain Jack Sparrow. Everybody loves him, and Ooh. I need to make my way into town and convince people that I can captain their ship. With the fact that you can only mock other sounds as a Kenku. Let me also ask you this. When you take Magic Initiate, what's your spellcasting modifier? So the spellcasting modifier for that is a Wisdom. Wisdom. And you've yep. got a Wisdom of, of 12. Correct. So you're arguing a plus... Plus two for balance? That's a plus one. That's a plus one. Because your spellcasting modifier, if you're gonna ever going to get more spells or use those spells, a uh, plus one modifier, just as you argued my strength needs to be higher, your wisdom needs to be higher. That's a plus one. Fair. I thought you'd give me the plus two because uh, I'm channeling in uh, cleric spells here. Yeah, I mean, for the record, if you talk about cleric, I'm always going to be a little softer. But on this one... I'm not backing down, so you stick with your plus one on that. Let's talk about Smooth Operator. Uh, now, Barbarian's not the, not the smoothest, but I do have that 13 Charisma, and I am proficient in Insight with my negative modifier in Wisdom. That does bring so me to solid. a one. So also, solid. I get to speak with animals. It, gives, it brings you to a one, you said? I can, I, can get a, I can get a plus one to Insight rolls. Whoa. Right? Whoa. Look out. Insight, me, which, is the check here. which is the smoothest. So that's a five on that roll. The, the smoothest of yeah. operators. Based on my insight, insight yes. Apoko's insight of you, you are impressed. Absolutely. So what, so what score are you arguing? I think I get a zero with my speak with animals on that. <laughs> zero minus two, yeah. Zero minus, no, give me a minus one. I have some Speak with animals, you said? Speak with animals. Yeah, I mean, and you, you okay. And the nimble escape, which is a way to not ruffle feathers. <laughs> wow, we just to keep bringing up nimble and the hide. escape. Hide. I can take hide as a bonus action. Give me the minus one. Minus one, fine. All right. Okay, where do I begin? Let me tell you something. Whoa, whoa, Grifter, whoa. This is Grifter, confident. Grifter is not gritty. He is smooth operator. Okay? Uh-huh. We have... Well, a Grifter should be. If you named him Grifter... He is not gritty. He's smooth, baby. This better be a plus two, otherwise his character has to be renamed. I'm, so, I'm going to tell you this much. Plus two. Expertise in sleight of hand, uh, which gives you a plus seven to any roll, plus five in stealth, plus three to persuasion, plus five to deception, plus five to acrobatics. I have mimicry, which allows me to mimic sounds that I have heard. Creatures oh. dis... Wait a minute. Creatures disbelieve it with an insight check opposed to my deception check. I have expert forgery, which allows me to advance on checks. I, I'm sorry. I get advantage on checks to duplicate existing objects, which means I can forge signatures. I can forge documents. All sorts of stuff. I can convey secret messages hidden in normal conversation. Do you want me to keep going? So you... I just keep going back to you becoming the captain of a cruise ship. Absolutely. And just like taking that cruise, baby all over the world. Ship, cruise ship. If I was going to take over a boat, it would be a cruise ship. Yeah, man. What? They're they're always on the Sword Coast. <laughs> they're just hitting all the top destinations. Ah. All right. You have named Grifter well. That is a plus two. <laughs> yeah. Man, I wish I could have rolled a crit on that. So I'm going to move to the aggressive charisma, mm-hmm. which is spitting fire. I have a strength of plus one, but um, I have no aggressive charisma modifier or proficiencies. I do not have uh, any proficiency in intimidation. Yeah. Can you get out of a, Can you get out of a situation by blowing open the doors? No, I have a plus no. one to strength. Um, so I, I am going to take a, a negative two to this. So you got nothing on that. I'm going to take a negative two. All right, all right. You know what I'm going to say for Awapokawa is I have got. The Charisma of 13, I've got proficiency in Intimidation, so that's a plus three to Intimidation rolls. Let's do a check. That's a 12. Very impressive 12 on that one. And... I peed a little on that. (laughs) You're intimidated. A little bit. I've got the Charger feet. I'm going to go back to the Charger feet, because if I need to get out of a situation, (laughs) boom, push them 10 feet back as I slam into them. And you can use that. You can use that how often? It's the... It's if I use Dash as my action. Okay. 
No, that's fair. You can yeah. knock down. Yeah, you can knock. I down can do it every time. It would be weird. And you but can I knock can do down a door with that as well. I mean, that would be. Uh, do you can imagine a little female goblin, not probably not wearing clothes because she was raised by elks, charging through a door. Yeah. With a necklace made of hooves of her grandpappy elks. This is yeah, like Chucky. At full speed with tons of muscles. I don't even need to roll intimidation at that point. Everybody pees as soon as that happens in the tower. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So what so are that, you arguing? That's I think that's uh, very intimidating. I think that's a plus two. No. I think that also God, no, aggressive. no. Let's not let's not get carried away. Oh. <laughs> your charisma's one, your percep your your uh, persuasion is not too solid. Persuasion here. is a one. <laughs> Let uh, so So you're telling me you think it's a one? Oh well, um, not a zero. I, it's not, not a zero. it's not a zero. I'll give you a one just for that image of blowing open the doors. Plus one. All right, let's do our quick pitch, our curb appeal, our X factor, and okay. then we'll get to the final tally. Yeah. So, um, just in summary, if you want to play a bird that cannot fly, that whoa, that was a terrible way to start that. Yeah, but he is he is so salty about that, and I'm talking <laughs> sea salty. Got that sea salt? Yeah, that he uh, he is a pirate, and uh, he is a smooth operator. He can. Pretty much this guy has all the benefits of a rogue with mimicry, with expert forgery. We've got, uh, you know, expertise in sleight of hand. This guy can pull off all your thievery operations. And he's a pirate, can man a vessel at will. I need I say more? But you know how I'm going to respond? With the call of the elk. Awapokawa <coughs> speaks it into the woods, charging through the wind whipping at her face, leaves rustling around her tiny feet as they patter across. She plunges her trident into her foe's chest, throwing his body back Wait, into but his... what is what is the cry of the foe when you when you do that? Is it similar to the Ooh? No, no, it's oh I failed. I've been completely overwhelmed by oh. this horrible goblin. Okay. Okay. Yeah, obviously. Cause it because it did sound like pain. It didn't sound like No no no, that is the cry of an elk. Oh. That was actually elk poetry. You need to work on your elkish. Apparently. Awapokawa is a ferocious, graceful goblin barbarian. And I think if anyone ever listens to this, they will agree. Unfortunately, we have the tallies in and Awapokawa does not cut the mustard. Uh, We have Grifter coming in at a solid three. (sighs) Awapokawa at one. I did better than I thought I was going to. Yeah, because I conceded a lot after my crit. I'm going to be honest with you. I uh, I conceded a lot on my scores and I gave you You didn't concede. I convinced you that you were wrong. False. We are not friends anymore. We are friends in episode three. That False. was our best friends episode. This one, we're back to villains. I convinced you you were wrong. I told you I wasn't going to back down and I didn't. This is only a two-point spread. You're really channeling, you're channeling the barbarian right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's solid. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you need to go to the bathroom? No, I'm good. Okay, okay. Uh, Well, that wraps up episode four. I am Dan. I am Garen. We'll be back next week with episode five when characters really start to get meaty. We'll be pulling from the same content. We hope to see you then. As always, please subscribe to our podcast. Have a great week. has been a production of the D&D Character Lab Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DND Character Lab. Or shoot us an email at dndcharacterlab at gmail.com. Most importantly, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app.